Brainstorming and sharing ideas is the funnest part of the creative process. We decided to skip the boring part of actually making stuff and just do the fun part. I'm your host, Tom Loma. John Johnson. Vivian Brigat. I'm uh, Juan Carlos. And this is Creativity Wasted. So I saw some things on like YouTube or on the news about roads, and they were saying that the U.S. uses asphalt primarily for roads, which sucks because we have to keep redoing the roads every few years, where if they would have used concrete, that would have been better. And then the other article was about funding roads and how gas taxes fund roads right now. And since people are switching to electric vehicles, like how are they going to fund the roads? Are they going to charge an EV tax? Because people don't want to charge an EV tax because they want to encourage people to switch to EVs, but they do need to fund the roads. So that's sort of an unsolved issue. And how are we going to continue to fund the roads once we switch to EVs? And so I have an idea in regards to that. And so most of the EV companies, are they're trying to develop self-driving cars like Tesla and GM and some of the other ones. If we assume that they succeed, so there's these self-driving cars. Another thing about EVs is that most of them have what's called a frunk. I don't know if you've heard about this. Uh, they don't need to have a motor in the front, like below the hood. So they have more storage space in the front of the car. It's a frunk. Uh, and they, they call that a frunk. <laughs> so my idea is to come up with some sort of device. So you'd keep like like hot asphalt in your frunk. So this would be for people who don't want to pay the EV tax. So you can either pay the EV tax to fund the roads or you can use your frunk You'd have like a little nozzle on the bottom of your car. And so as a self-driving car, if it sees a pothole, it'll like align itself and it'll use robots to like, as you're moving, you won't even have to stop. It'll just shoot a little bit of asphalt into the pothole (laughs) as you drive by. And so it could use the cameras like to calibrate itself, like after you pass it. If, like to see if it missed so it can like continually self-calibrate and so maybe it would have to because it's self-driving it can aim it better than a person could aim it hmm. although it might be fun to try to aim it if you're yeah. <laughs> not on a busy road but yeah. um <laughs> so, so that's my idea is like maybe you don't need to have as many road construction people if you can have these self-driving cars like spit little pieces of asphalt, like heated asphalt into the potholes as you drive by. Just like you, you wouldn't even need to fill the pothole, like maybe a little like baseball sized clump from each car as it drives by, like hmm. 20, 30 cars drive by and they just keep adding asphalt into the pothole until it's full. So it'd be like a self-driving car road repairing mechanism. Would this be like a kind of like a uh, Uber Eats kind of system where like you can just kind of like get into your app and be like, well, I'm going to go pave the, you know, while I'm going to work. Well, (laughs) I I did have some thoughts about that. Like Uber drivers, like they're on the road more than the average person. So maybe, first of all, they would give you the asphalt for free if you're volunteering to do this. Like they would ship 
bags of asphalt or whatever to your house <laughs> and you'd have to throw it in the front and uh, whatnot. Uh, and, but if you're an Uber driver, because you're driving so much, maybe they would actually pay you also. <laughs> so like this person, he doesn't have to like stop the car and come out with a shovel and he just be like, no, hey. the, the, it'll like <laughs> the car will like weave, like if there's no oncoming traffic, of course, uh, and it'll weave to like position itself above, so that it'll just, as it drives by, maybe it has to slow down to like 20 miles an hour or something, 10 miles an hour, squirt a little bit and just keep going. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That seems like a cool idea. I mean, you could do that with drones too, I guess. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. Or you could have like self driving, like repair, road crews. Yeah. But I like the idea of it's like everybody, like you don't need to have these dedicated vehicles for this purpose mm. that taxes have to pay for. It's like volunteers, like it's getting done through the miles that people would have driven anyway. Yeah. yeah. Not adding more work into the world Yeah, and more people to pay for and drones to pay for. I mean, it's a cool idea. Just like, I feel like the technology is not here. Yeah. I don't think it's here <laughs> yet. Because, I mean, if you could just really patch a hole that quickly, then, you know, you really wouldn't need the car because it will be so much easier, you know, to have just a truck over, you know, and just that would be it, yeah. you know. It might be more for the south, like not Michigan, where it's like all the potholes happen in the spring, like all at once. But yeah. like places where there's not the seasonal pothole problem, it's just like gradual uh, road uh degradation yeah i feel like that might might be a better idea for like a city where the climate doesn't like change as much it's not so dramatic so anything that happens it's just like really tear and wear from like cars just driving through the road so you know the pothole problem there might be so much minimal that you can actually have something like this happen and then the other thought i had with it the reason we don't like dirt roads is because they're like bumpy and potholes everywhere but if you've got this continuously repairing, I mean, the car could just drop dirt into a dirt pothole on a dirt road. Mm. And maybe, again, it might work better in the south because, like, in the spring, sometimes, like, the whole dirt road is, like, mud for a while. But, like, in certain areas, you might not need as many paved roads, like, maybe a quarter of the roads in the South could just be dirt now. Like everything that's not like a major city road, like an M road or like a in-town road, like most of the rural roads could just be dirt and just be continually repaired by this, these uh, cars that use the road. Hmm. You know that like there's technology happening now where they're actually having cars just kind of hover like above the ground a little bit. So they're not necessarily like flying like all the way up but they're just hovering up on top of the pavement so they're just high enough that they're really not touching the ground but they still you don't need that much strength to kind of go all the way up because once you get to a certain altitude then you need a lot more power but if it's just hovering because there's a lot of like um, so they don't hit the potholes yeah just hover above the road whoa yeah it's really crazy because uh if you guys see this it's kind of like the cylinders that, depending on how they open up, you can maneuver the car, you know, side to side or up and down. 
it's really crazy. And the way that this uh, turbine works is just like on the cylinder. So it's something I've never seen before, but it, it's so much more efficient than having an actual rotor just kind of pointing down. These things are on the side. You should get to take it out. It's, it's really crazy. You think it'd be impossible to control, though? It'd be like you're always hydroplaning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you are, but you have a lot more control because you're not hitting the ground. Because when you're hydroplaning, it's because you're actually just really dependent on the ground for your movement. But when you're up there, it's just the actual, you know... Or when you hit the brakes, it just stops and you're you're back on the ground. No, just you stay up. I mean, I guess apparently if you like actually land, yeah. But if you pump the brakes, you're just basically going in the um, sending strength in the opposite direction. It's kind of like a, how a helicopter works. You never really stop. Mm-hmm. You're just balancing your the you know your turbines in a way that you're just stationary. Mm-hmm. So you're basically talking about like a hydroplane thing. Yeah, it's kind of like a, yeah, it, it just goes up so high, high, you know, just enough for it not to kind of like hit the ground. Eh, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think it'll take off. Yeah. I didn't mean that as a pun. <laughs> I don't think it'll succeed. I think it sounds uh, dangerous. Uh, we'll see, sir. We'll see which one comes up first. Yeah, I guess uh, you'd probably create less potholes with that if, if yeah. all cars were that. Well, really well I don't know. Are the potholes from the cars driving on it, or is it from, like, rain it's finding a low point? Like, if if there were no cars on the road, I think it would still get potholes, right? Because there's, I mean, like, potholes don't form just where the two tracks of where the tires yeah. are. They form in the middle of the road where the cars don't drive, right? Yeah. Well, in Michigan, let's be real, nothing's going to stop our potholes. Yeah. <laughs> we'll form no matter what. Yeah. I saw a thing earlier today. I think they were talking about Jackson, Mississippi, where the, they had the water problem. Mm-hmm. And apparently they're also so low funded. Like they had these giant potholes in the roads like Detroit. And they just put orange cones in them so people wouldn't hit them. Oh and they God. sort of squashed down the orange cones so they only stuck up a little bit out of the road. So they wouldn't like blow away or something, I guess, or move. And they just kept them there for years. Like, oh my God. They've been there for years. They never repaired the road. Wow. Nice. She wow. thought like Detroit was bad with uh, repairing potholes. At least they eventually get to it, I'm, I'm guessing. I don't know. Well, I, you always need incentives to get things working right. So, like, I feel like a better solution would be to, like, pave the new roads with the corpses of the workers who didn't do it right at the time before. <laughs> I don't think it's the workers. Yeah, like, no, you didn't do this right, sir. You're part of the pavement now. I think it's the materials <laughs> things. You'll never get it pavement ever again. <laughs> that is so close to one of my jokes. I have a joke that we should put people who die speeding we should bury them and make them into speed bumps. <laughs> oh, wow. I say to them, it's the ultimate insult. Yes. To be made into a speed bump. But yeah, um, you don't like the idea of uh, like in the future when the technology comes, like having people volunteer to help fill in the potholes with a gadget in their frunks. I don't know. Like, I feel like I have more faith in humanity that by the time we get to that technology, we probably have just good roads to begin with, but I don't know. Maybe that's just me. 
Can I ask one question about it? I mean, they put down the hot asphalt, but then what if there's a car behind it? Wouldn't that be bad for them to drive over the hot asphalt? I didn't think of that. I, I guess well, it depends on what it is. Or maybe you put the asphalt like deep in the pothole, and then when you get to the top, maybe you just throw in some rocks or something. I don't know. Maybe you could mitigate <laughs> that. But yeah, you're right. I didn't think of that. Maybe it's one of those things, you know, how sometimes when you mix certain chemicals and they just have a reaction instantaneously and they just harden like immediately. It'd be like one of those situations where you just like mm-hmm. a little bit of it and then another liquid and it just kind of bubbles up and then they becomes completely solid instantly. Yeah, it's like it's like quick dry nail polish. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe if uh, all of the cars are self-driving, they just know to avoid the pothole and you don't have to worry <laughs> about them hitting the pothole. Oh, I think uh, that's not even possible in Michigan, though. Yeah, you know, yeah, there's yeah. some roads. <laughs> Try as hard as you can, but you're still getting yeah. yeah, I guess maybe it would have to fill in one pothole at a time. Mm. It pick like the the worst one to fill in first, and the yeah, people avoiding it would hit the other potholes until it was fixed. I don't know. Uh, any more comments on that? I will say this is kind of unrelated. I had to get a new tire this last week because mine had a bubble in it. And I took it to the tire technician and he said, oh, you must have hit a pothole. And I was like, what? In Michigan? Where? He was like, yeah, you must have found the one pothole in Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was, I was late to Unclub once because I hit, there was a huge pothole off of I-94 heading into Ypsilanti. I, f- I forget which oh. exit it was. I know which one you're talking about. Yes. But I hit it and it not only did it um, give me an instant flat, they had to replace like the wheel and like oh do some God. repair work underneath the car. I think it turned out to be like 1200 bucks or something to oh, deal with. Gosh, that's terrible. But that was on the way to Unclub, which is where I know you guys from. <laughs> I have a friend who lives in Ypsilanti and he gave me a ride. Oh, wow. So you have to kind of be done with Uncle Up and then go back and deal with your car? Yeah, well, I managed to drive the flat. It was right on the exit ramp, so there was a gas station. So I drove it into the gas station parking lot. And there was another car there who did the same thing. Oh, my God. There were – my friend said he saw a couple cars who didn't make it to the gas station, like, when he went to pick me up. I don't know. I don't know how he would – he didn't take that exit. Maybe he had to go. He had to turn around over by the Buffalo Wild Wings and go north. So maybe he saw it from the road. Yeah, there were other cars broken down right there. But yeah, it was a pretty bad pothole. Oh, sorry, you're you're muted, John. I might have had you muted. For yeah, you could, I've been muted for like the last uh, twenty minutes. Sorry, <laughs> I'm standing in Saginaw downtown. So yeah, we can start that project. However, we uh, right away, uh, you know. I mean, if those birds ever get the worm thing under control, they can they can solve the pothole problem. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe we can use carriers to pave the roads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that could be one of their options. That would be a win-win. I just want to use human instead of asphalt. That's what's happening here. Yeah. Bur- about a lot of birds and little orange vests and hard hats. You know, I, I can see it. <laughs> they can drop turtles in there because some birds will like pick up turtles and they drop them to like Trying to crack, crack the shells. Oh, that's <laughs> right, yeah. If you guys have any comedy shows or anything you want to promote? 
Yeah, we got an open mic. I'm standing in front of Hamilton Street Pub. We do an open oh, mic nice. here in Saginaw on Monday nights. Uh, we also do a couple nights in Bay City, Michigan, uh, Tuesday at O'Hare's, Thursday at South End Bar. Uh, just open mic, show up, go up, you know, trying to get some comedy going in the Tri-City area. So, yeah. I have a few things. I'm going to be at the Blind Pig uh, on Monday next week, September 19th. Um, And I'm actually on uh, another podcast. I'm on Carl Johnson's podcast coming out this Thursday. Oh, I didn't know he had one. The like podcast, yeah. And then, yeah, you can follow me on social media. My Instagram is Vivian Brigette Comedy. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and give a review or rating on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you got it. I have a website, creativitywasted.com, and I also started a Patreon. So if you love the show, consider donating to Patreon. Thanks for listening. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.